Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. This is where we read the most intimate, sort of details of our lives. Uh, Russell Kane is still here. Whoop, whoop. 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 <laughs> have you ever been, have you ever done a, you must have done like a stand up where people literally like, you just lose the whole room? Uh, I very, I'm not showing off, but I very, 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 very rarely these days lose a room. In fact, I would struggle. Arrogant, I would have to get arrogant the, of you. Yeah. <laughs> you, just learn, you just learn the craft. Yeah. The only risk that can happen. So there's this lucrative arm of my business called corporate gigs. Mm. Extremely, ridiculously brilliant but mm-hmm. arm of my career. Where you turn up, you do 15 minutes, stand up at the top, then you cross to a podium and you hand out the awards. It could be for any industry. It could be yeah. the audio-visual industry. I actually do that one, the, T- the TPI awards. It could be for the fridge cooling uh, element awards which I've done it can be gardening it can be anything <laughs> the fridge cooling I've done the cooling awards <laughs> what is actually it's, it's like all the people that have you ever done post boxes <laughs> no <laughs> just leave it Francis Rose do you ever and get then, do you ever get when you get those corporate gigs do you ever come one coming in it's like you're like ah, oh, it's a lot of money I just got, I've got to just do this one have you I've turned some them. down <laughs> I've all of them <laughs> Why would you? Why would I not do them? Yeah, I know it's so true. Oh, because it's bad for no, you know. I've got, to, I've got to earn. I'm not embarrassed about earning. But I don't. Yeah. I don't have the snobbery that some of. I'm a lefty. I'm a Green Party voter. But I don't have the snobbery of some posh lefties who've set up this continuum with one type of work at one end. Yeah. And one, not for me. Yeah. My job is to make people laugh. I'm and not, it doesn't I matter re- who the audience is. I refuse to disappear up my own bum. It's a daily struggle. <laughs> but if someone offers me work, as long as it's no one's being hurt, I probably think twice, you know, like a tobacco industry type thing, I might ask some mm, questions. Yeah. But but mostly, what's what's wrong with hosting the Gardening Awards? It's 15 minutes of stand-up to a brilliant audience who, are looking, who like. are looking to laugh. How is that different? And do you write a fresh show for each? Thing? I have a, a sort of banker corporate set, uh, and then I'll, I'll weave around it. But So in answer to your question, do I ever lose the room? What can happen if it's a gig? I had one this week. I won't say which one it is, if that's all right. Where they put you on before dinner. Mm. Now this is about a hundred times harder because everyone's just had their <laughs> drink, chatting, drink yeah, reception. Yeah. They, I haven't seen you for a year. How are yeah, you doing, Ollie? Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Ollie one, Ollie two. How are you doing? I've <laughs> got both the Ollies here. <laughs> <laughs> They're all stood around. I think I can guess what this was. And, and, it's, <laughs> and it's hard. So the, the, you have a voice of God, like an announcer. Normally, the guy that does the lottery is like, "We will start in one minute, please." And when they're not reacting, you're like. Oh. We're going to have to wait. We're starting in 30 seconds. Nothing, nothing. And I said to the... And you're backstage, right? I'm about to, to I said, you're going to need to wait till they're seated. Otherwise, <clears throat> you know, yeah. it's just not going to work. But they put me on and no one reacted to the gig beginning. Um. Now, that's, that's, he's not losing a room. This is never even finding. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so explain to us, what do you open with? So you come on stage so you, go, you, you come on with. and go, good evening. Talk, talk, talk. Room of, room of noise like you're in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 3,000 people. Shut up. Excuse me. Shh, shh, excuse me. The awards are starting. Shh, if I could have your attention, please. Shh, shh. Voice of God's joining in. Shh, guys. <laughs> shh. Nothing. Everyone's like, what? Well, some people, a lot of people, Ben, I had the ultimate test to, te- to check whether a gig is, um, is so hard that you're going to have to 
you know, put, turn the lights off or do something. It's what I call the fire test, okay. which is where you shout as loud as you can, fire, everybody fire. <laughs> and if they don't turn around at that point, you are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the ultimate test. If you start going, fire, fire. No a move. couple of people are like, what's going on? Oh, the comedian's messing around. And I, so what you do then is you row back to your functionals. You park your stand up and you just do functional stuff. Okay, I'm just going to talk through the format of the night until people are listening. First up, we're going to be doing this. And you just keep doing functional stuff. Because it's so important, you know, with stand-up to have people's attention, right? Because if you don't have their attention... It's not like me. Sometimes when you get these bookings, like I've done a couple of like super posh weddings where they think they can put you in the background and people are just sort of drift into the comedy, but it, it doesn't work that way. Comedy only works if people are walked through to a formal space, sat down, face the stage and bang it's yeah. begun yeah. then it's down to the comic then you could lose the room but mostly now if the room's listening I'd have it's once in a blue moon they're like nah sorry not for us and they start talking I mean it's once every three or four years because they're notoriously super hard like so if for someone if someone <coughs> said to you hey Russell Kane we want you to do the Brits live TV show yeah. six million people that's one of the they're, hardest they're harder they're all getting pissed they're not really listening to the person up there would you take it yes would- because the secret with the Brits is which Jack understood brilliantly is to play the living room you people forget they play the room they play the arena and then you see them start sweating because they're mm. dying on their hole in the room. They yeah, forget yeah. that there's millions, millions more. Yeah, you're right. You're playing the living room. That's who you're playing. Ignore yeah, that. Yeah. Leave a gap for the laughter in the lounge. Carry on like you are ripping the back door out of the gig because in the lounge you are, yeah. which is what Jack understood. But there's also, okay, find something like, so I watched on Netflix, right? I watched Kevin Hart's page where he did like 60 or 82,000 people in Philadelphia Stadium. Crazy. Do, would you, okay, honestly, if you had the opportunity to do something like that, would you take it or is that just too kind of like, is that too kind of, sh- I know you say you do everything, but that is just like It depends on the, on the context. I've done a few, I've done the O2 a few times as mm-hmm. one of a lineup, but whether I would condense all of my London dates into that one sort of 20,000 pot, it's not the easiest gig and it's not a lot of, customers if you like or audience would say it's not the best experience yeah, for them yeah so you've got to weigh that up between knowing one day you'll be in the nursing home and go <laughs> played, <laughs> played the o2 <laughs> and, and like there'll be some blue-haired fit you actually go you are played the o2 and you just lean back <laughs> but this and is, a, that's a guaranteed hand job from violet <laughs> but this is interesting right this is this is interesting do you ever do you ever get this is what it's like, like, for instance, what is your biggest fear in life? If you have to have a biggest fear in life, what would your biggest fear be? Oh, my God. Prob- I guess probably just being destitute, po- poverty, because I've had to make everything from scratch. Mm. There's always that fear. Yeah, that's gonna, so that's what that's it would be. be on. That, and I'm just not keen on extreme pain like I can tolerate a bit of a bit of dental <laughs> so work being tortured no but you know like, no but you know like some, sort, some sort of injury some sort of uh, injury yeah. that would keep me but it's usually in- I don't really have any exotic ones like, but it's interesting what, what kind of injury would keep you from doing stand up comedy there I, I, it would have to be unconscious or, or like yeah. or, I've gone on with food I put two inter- intervals in when I was playing Inverness and I had food poisoning I put two formal vomit intervals in <laughs> nice. I knew I could do I did half an hour and then when I felt the colour going we're back after this short break <laughs> and then straight back on again 
But but like to, to to like I always think this is like a kind of morbid little subject. But you know, with Robin Williams, right? When he his mind started to slow down because the reason why Robin Williams was so amazing was he was so quick, so ah, fast. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then when your mind starts to slow down, yeah. it, that's kind I mean, of like the scariest thing. Surely, right? ev- surely that is everyone's phobia that that dementia. Yeah. That dementia, yeah, yeah, the insanity, time, right? It's sketchy thing. as hell. Apparently, very closely linked to not getting enough sleep. It is. Oh, yeah. shit, I really? So there's a, there's a book called uh, Why We Sleep, which talks about that and how these uh, people like Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan and these people who 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 supposedly could survive on four and a half hours sleep a night pay the price. But they both died with severe dementia. It's, it's almost like without getting to Radio Four, you've got a finite amount of consciousness regardless mm. of your longevity. So you're going to be on the planet for ninety years, but if you stay up for twenty hours a day, you will pay that. You will <clears> not well, get those ec- those extra hours. Will be taken yeah. back in a sort of fog of confusion. Well, that's the, the thing, and, oh, and also God, that fog of confusion sounds death. I know. Oh, well, you God. can't. Jesus. If you think about it, you can't. You you can you can survive for a bit of time with without water or food, but you can't really survive without longer porn. Than, with, without porn. Without wanking, the same thing. You just can't do it. You just need it's to. Horrible, is Mark? Have you? You know when you you masturbate so much that it's boring. <laughs> have you ever been like you're like, oh, yeah. I'm so but I actually got stuff to do. Yeah, but, do you think any girls ever have a board wank? Do you think they're they're ever strumming going? Oh, I'm so Why bored. Why doing this? I had. I'm not kidding. So I do. You know, as boys, we always have that moment. We we have something not really. We're literally like driving. We've been to the library, whatever. And suddenly, been to the library. Well, I don't know. Just whatever. <laughs> I, we, we, we're we're common Hold on a second. We, I want to know that Jamie Lang once borrowed a board rather than board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're it's eating the, hummus, whatever we're doing, <laughs> and then it's more like it. Keep it realistic. <laughs> and then suddenly, suddenly something happens. Where it's suddenly like a prang in our head, yeah, a wank so trigger, we, <laughs> we have to go and do it. It's impossible not to. It's bad, I know, and I know some people are going to listen to this and go, "Oh, how unoriginal!" Like boys talking about mas- masturbation. Yeah, but. I do think it's slightly disingenuous to misrepresent how much it occupies the male. <laughs> yeah, you're right, we should vary up. Why should we vary up? We wouldn't vary up talking about food and love and art because yeah. that fills my life as well. Mm. <laughs> it's a Russell, I remember the funniest thing you said to me once. We're talking about weirdly wanky again. Yeah, well, and let's t- try and revive her and then we'll get out of Latvia. Russell's itch like, Russell's itch like, don't worry, sometimes what I do is I sit on my hand, make a good number and paint my nails and go, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> if you have got time, you can do one leg in a tight as well. <laughs> All right, Russell, we got some questions. It's private you. parts. You, yeah, you've mad. provoked me in the title. That's the whole Are point. Are we going to get the answer to the questions or do you get those? Yeah, at the end? we're going to yeah, get we, in a second. We, oh, okay, but we got some questions from you from social. So, if For you, you. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media at Private Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, questions for Russell. If someone narrated your life, yeah. who would you want to be the narrator? That's from Beth Clements. It would probably be some sort of Danny Dyer type person. I'll tell you something, something, that really, something really funny that happened on, on Channel 4, funnily enough. I'm really into watches, always have been. Uh, there was, how I got to university was I, I bought and sold Rolex in the Rolex showroom. So I always had this passion for watches. Anyway, fast forward to me being comedian, out nightclub and blah, blah. You know, sometimes the nice guy that sh- when, you're, when you're on telly, they show you to your table in the club, drinks are on us and Mr. Lang, that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said to me, Russell, man, you know, we, we, it's, it's so nice seeing you and I know you're into your watches. I've started a company. Uh, I'm selling watches. Can you just retweet my last tweet saying lovely watches? I'm like, fucking no problem. <laughs> like, well, if you asked me to do that now, I wouldn't even look at the tweet. Yeah, yeah. It was a sting. 
It was a sting from Channel 4's dispatches. Go look it up. The, the, guy, the, guy, the guy was being stung. The guy was being stung. Oh, really? He, I, did, I didn't even look. I was in a nightclub. I was, I was out with my mum. and My mum and Lindsay were both there. We're partying. I thought I was the dog's bollock. I'd just done a gig. I didn't even look. Bang. Next day, next week, get a call from dispatches. Would you like to comment? Uh, you've been paid to tweet. And I'm like... I'm <clears throat> sorry. You were given fifty pounds to send a tweet. I'm like fifty pounds. I'm not showing off, but I don't really need to be sending tweets for fifty quid. Or it might even be five hundred quid. Whatever it was. Yeah. I'm obviously not doing it. What this little shit had done, who I thought was my friend. <laughs> you were probably what? on his list. You were probably on his list. He had a list. He, he had a list of all people that are on the telly, yeah. and he would go to brands, and go right. I can get Jamie Lang to send a tweet for a grand. He'd come to you in the nightclub, get you no. to do it as a favour. Then he would pocket the grand. Where ah. you've just, because you're because he runs the nightclub, you're just you know, and you're hooned and whatever, and you just so they said mm. to me, Do you want to make a comment? And I was like, I said, I'm not gonna go on do an interview because it'll be cut to buggery. So I said, oh, What I'll do is I'll send you one written paragraph. I've always been into hor- horological matters and watches. Uh, if this was done without looking at the tweet twice, um, I didn't think anything about it, and it was read out in answer to your question in this voice. I've always been in to horological devices. <laughs> I got an accent. <laughs> I did look at the tweets, to be honest. <laughs> a really sarcastic moron voice. So that's who will narrate my life. Okay, we've got another one from Alex via Instagram. I saw Russ about 10 years ago in Melbourne. It was easily the most energetic stand-up I've ever seen. Where do you get your energy from? Uh, well, the honest truth is, I don't know if we were rolling at the top when we talked about bulletproof yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's most it's from just diet, man. I did fat is the best fuel you will ever find. I've always been slightly hyper, and I do have more brain energy than the next guy. I will admit, but these days when I should be slowing down, the reason my productivity has gone up is I just eating the right stuff keep your body fat down and you train mm. the right exercise and all no, that man, kind of I, don't stuff. Live, I, don't, I don't go to the gym I, I just use stuff that I've got at home I don't even need weights I could do it in the corner of a hotel and I'll just do a bit of hit and some push ups <laughs> I, I thought we were talking about wanking <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's, it, it's just a case of yes exercise but most, most importantly I just don't do the sugar crush of the of carbs so bulletproof coffee before i go on stage but that's interesting right and also i mean i suppose we've all been victim to this in terms of your diet and things like that do you if you do if you eat badly and you i suppose don't train and stuff like that do you mentally feel it in yourself because yeah. i do i feel Straight like away, the, the downers next day, the next right? day. so heightened right if, and if, so I, you, if i have a cheat day and eat too much like chinese and cake cake's obviously not mcvitie's one <laughs> and, uh, the next the next day there's a you do fucking feel it definitely because I I, mm. I don't eat clean because people that eat clean wouldn't call the stuff I eat clean I mean I, I fry in a, a lard and all this type, I do all this type of stuff I believe in saturated fat my HDL cholesterol has gone up and up and up and up and up so my cholesterol ratio is going down so I do think the NHS are all wrong on this mm. I eat 30 40 eggs a week sometimes wow yeah, bring eggs. it. It's hard. It's <laughs> I love your actions. I eat 30, 40 yeah, eggs a week. Bro, yeah, and what? Yeah, what? And what? Someone's got to feed these guns. <laughs> <laughs> I name my arms Kim Jong. Mm, they're so, those guns are so big. <laughs> we got we got one more from Rosie via Instagram. It says, do you get annoyed when you tell people you're a comedian? They say, go on, tell me a joke. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, I don't, I suppose, do people really say yes. that often? Yes. Yeah, for sure they do, right? Well, it's, the worst is when it's pissed lads. Oh, uh, yeah. Go so on, then. I tried, it's a joke. I tried to do... I did a gig in a big gig in Portsmouth last week. Big and like fucking 2,000-seater festival gala, which means it's a guaranteed fee. No excuse. Is it stinginess or is it that I'm trying to keep it real? I absolutely was convinced. I'm travelling home by train. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get on the train after the gig in the first class carriage. I love it. I love being on the train. I'm sick of sitting in the back of a car. Nice bottle of red. Yeah. Glass, Netflix. Yeah, perfect, right? And it was one of those ones where the first class... Oh, where they let everyone You know, where where first class (laughs) is in the middle so people have to pass through. (laughs) And you can see, if you like, the herd pressed against against the glass. And I knew as we started, <laughs> like, the train left at 20 to 11 and you're passing through Guildford, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in trouble here. Because like one, the lads are walking through. They've got to cross through to get to the carriage they're going to. And then one, you know, you just look up at the they, wrong they, moment. They clock you. And then uh, I could see them doing like excuses. I've got my hood up. But when you've got a glass of Malbec, it's sort of <laughs> undercuts the hoodie. Like, <laughs> a glass of Malbec here, blood. Don't force me to use the stem. <laughs> and, uh, but also when they come into first class and they kind of sit there, you and you know what they're doing, you always want to go, uh, are you meant to uh, be here? Like, you can't, you no, can't do you, it. You've asked that, Jamie. And then, and then, it's and the worst when they actually, it's overcrowded and they actually de-first class the first class. <laughs> and you're like, I paid for the fucking thing. Yeah. It's like, that is like Marxism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, and then I knew I knew one of them was, and then I got it like pissed up. You like comedian? Tell us a joke, then, mate. Oh, tell us a joke. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not him. I just look, I just look like him. I get it all the time, and it worked because they were pissed. Yeah. But sometimes you'll get do do something for. I've had as well at a party. What do they say at the end? Do they go, oh, you wanky then? And just walk off. Yeah, yeah. He's got no banter. They're like, he's got no yeah. fucking banter, mate. <laughs> got no banter. I've had that a lot. And at once I was at a party, and it got. You know, where they're pushing you to the corner, like some sort of David Brent moment. Go on, do you do your thing? And I pushed into a corner at a party. Like, I'm just start <laughs> you were doing... bullied into a corner. Like, like, was... monkey. This is one of my family. <laughs> my family's rough, man. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, Francis, we should have the answer to the question of the week. Well, questions this this week, and uh, which one would you like first? Did uh, you say Francis's or Francis questions? Francis's questions. It's correct. That is grammatically correct. Yeah. The two S's with the apostrophe. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it wouldn't be two S's. It would actually be Francis with an apostrophe, but it's pronounced Francis's. Yes. Wait, what is, the, what is the mailbox and what's the postal one? 4,000 letters. What did I say? 700? 700. I said 800. I said 580. Yeah. Who, said, who went highest? You did, Tom. Yeah, 800. 4,000 approximately. No way. It's quite okay. interesting. Good, yeah. good one. We like a lot of interesting more. facts about. Well, what's the other one? Cretaceous. Uh, okay, so how many um, how many heartbeats does a hummingbird beat in a minute? A minute. I went a thousand, but I think it could be high. Yeah, I said, I said four, like eight hundred. I said four thousand. It is approximately a thousand. That was through counting as well, not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's correlated to the wing yeah. beat, then. It yeah, must yeah, be correlated yeah. to the wing beat. So, uh, uh, Look how he leaves so happy. Fucking Poirot that shit. Poirot was in the house. Just one more question. How many times does his wing beat? Damn you, Poirot. You've sold it again. <laughs> it's like Scooby-Doo. Um, so yeah, that's man. the answer. So a thousand beats in a minute. A thousand. Well, yeah, like over, like a little over a thousand, yeah. So you actually said 1,200, right? So 1,200. So you're actually pretty much bang on. Yeah. Nice. And also, you know what? Useful info. There. This is it. Not only is this like a really like intelligently funny 
podcast and you find some good uh, general knowledge, we also get to listen to Francis's diary. Oh, brilliant. Which is a whole Which thing. Obviously, it varies in quality from week to week, but... Yeah. Let's see. Is it a good one this week? And we can comment, we can say whatever we want throughout. And it's how many, please, is it how many days is it on this Has one? Has it been translated back from Latin? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. Do you know what? No, it hasn't. It hasn't been translated back. I read. Antimariad column et toratum. <laughs> I, I read my diary. I read my diary out to uh, Charlotte Crosby the other day. And she said, if I was the diary, I would set myself on fire. <laughs> she went, what are all those squiggles on the page making pictures come in my head and that? Oh, they're words, Charlotte. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a clip from that episode <clears throat> Sunday The 4th of March <laughs> I've recently done Oh, no. Recently, I mean, to be hesitant start. in your diary really shows an unconfident no, man. Do you know what? This, this, I'll a splodge explain. of ink came out from the Watermans at that point. <laughs> I'll explain why that actually... I, okay, it said done covered, but actually it meant, meant to say discovered. This is the problem if you're coming from the Blue Perfect yeah. Latin. <laughs> it's never going to... It's a tricky thing to get your head around. I have recently discovered a new app for, for my phone which cleverly converts my speech into note form. So when I'm driving around in the Ignis, I can compose my diary during a time which had previously been the preserve of podcasts. So you found the Ignis then? You found it again? Yeah, I found it, yeah. Audiobooks and all Radio 4. <clears throat> well, and also, do you have a radio show now? I'm just doing, I'm doing a series at the moment, BBC Evil Genius. Yes, or Evil Genius. <laughs> when I first began using it, I realised whilst driving that I had the voice recognition set to American English, which meant that what I was saying was not totally accurate. What, what was being uh, written was not a totally accurate account of what I was saying. Being on the motorway when I realised this and not being able to stop right away, I did what I always do when faced with a new challenge. I adapt. And I began instead <laughs> to dictate my diary, this diary, in an American accent. No way. <laughs> Are you oh going to go God, for it? Are you God gonna... help us. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I can read it. You, you have to accent. do the accent. Okay. Russell, can you do an American accent? <laughs> I, I can think... do all of them. Which one do you want? South, okay, let's, North. Let's have like a Baltimore one. Well, well that's quite specific. <laughs> North Baltimore or South Baltimore. That's very specific. Fucking hell, Rain Man. Do you know, do you know, do you know Luke Street in, in Chicago? Do you know number 21? Do you like prime numbers? I do. But it's in Baltimore. I was not expecting that from you, Jay. Like, North or South Baltimore. Yeah. Deal with that, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll do anywhere, Baltimore. What's your face when you look at it? What the fuck? Specific as anything. Did not see that coming. Uh, okay. So, what's your what, 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 Um So, well, I should maybe. Oh, God. Well, I, yeah, I will. All right. Well, I didn't want to. Well, I've, it's, it's now in, in English. But do the accent, you do. Go on, do the accent. Wait. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> I have found this new dictation tool so useful that I'm considering <laughs> using it to write the first draft of a, of a new book or script. When did you arrive from Germany? In the USA? <laughs> um, it is really the most useful thing I've downloaded 
recently. <laughs> Don't lose it, man. Don't feel shy. It was good. We were enjoying it. feeling all bashful. I thought it was quite good. It was a so, it was a solid sort of Midwest, almost yeah, like mid a West Atlantic. Coast intellectual. Yeah, so, yeah. What's your southern one, Russell? Do your southern one. Well, it would be mad inappropriate of me to take you out with not being properly attired and all. Yeah. Shit, you feel you like, sound like that guy from oh, Prison what about, Break. What about who holds one? the some kind of horseshit <laughs> Oh, she was so darn pretty. I, I done got hold of her and choked the life out of her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that you go sadistic. That's John. Wow. Some people uh, recognising of mice and men. Of mice and men, yeah. 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 Yes, I knew Lenny. Lenny. Yeah. I'll add the rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, sh- well, should I swap accents? No, do whatever go you want. Southern, go southern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, whilst driving down the M4. <laughs> That's good. At no good. more than 70 miles an hour. Yeah. <clears throat> like, <laughs> like I'm right at this very moment. I can dictate this diary on the microphone built into my car <laughs> to be read out on private parts. You could podcasts. say my vehicle. My vehicle. <laughs> space, space, delete, full stop. <laughs> I should add that I'm still trying to get the hang of the voice commanded punctuation, though. And, yeah, that was my yeah. first day. Yeah. Is that oh, it? That's very good. Is that my your diary? First, no, no, it's not it. Oh, we still got more? Monday. Shall I carry on? In the <laughs> <laughs> to, to change up the accent now. Let's go like California or something okay. like, like Valley Girl. Uh, yeah. Russell, what's your Valley Monday. Girl? Monday. Oh, oh my God, it's so goddamn random. Like he was in his room, his cock was totally out. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to touch it? Then I really need this part. So I did. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Should I carry on on that? Okay. Yeah, Valley Girl. Katie and I decided to <laughs> make a start on redecorating one of the spare rooms today. It was covered in old wallpaper, and the walls uh, walls started to, and it started to peel off the walls. Ew. So, oh, <laughs> gross. my funniest thing is that France is like bobbing up. Yeah, you've yeah. got to perform it. Yeah, it's that valley girl bop, you know. <laughs> and so it needed to go. <laughs> Strangely, there was wallpaper on the ceilings too, which had started to cut, come off. <clears throat> Wait, oh uh, wait! This bit was actually it's dictated. Like, it's in like the there's English. an English guy in the background. <laughs> <laughs> this bit was actually dictated in the English American before I changed it, so it's actually not written properly. <clears throat> Strangely, so it's actually going to sound a bit disjointed, but I'll read it in, in English anyway. Strangely, you know, wallpaper on the ceilings. It's sort of a <laughs> <laughs> Look, just so need the Katie diary. had st- had bought a p- cordless steamer to remove the <laughs> wallpaper. From, at which point, the sandpaper. What? <laughs> it's your diary. He gets confused okay. every single time. Just tell you what. Leave it. Leave oh, no, it. no, no, no. I'll I'll, re- I'll, get, I'll skip that one because that one was a bit. Just leave it, Francis. Uh, <clears throat> Tuesday, the seventh no. of I March. I started killing just- again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today yeah, I cut the, the voice was still in my mind. I, today I cut the eyes out of women in magazine and poked my tongue through the holes. <laughs> I embarked on a little experiment today. Oh, should, we, should we leave it there? Yeah, let's leave it. Brilliant. What a diary. Uh, Russell, buddy, thank you. My pleasure. So much. Honestly, from the bottom of the heart, you are not only just the, the funniest man we know, you just you deserve all the success. Honestly, Thanks, you do, man. without Thanks a doubt. Me. But also, dude, uh, what have you got coming up? That you- so if, you, if you're into podcasts, do look up my podcast, Evil Genius, where we take a legend from history each week. Could be John Lennon, could be Einstein, could be Gandhi, and the panel have to decide whether their bastardly acts of evil outweigh their uh-huh. genius. We have some pretty awkward nice. things we reveal 
deal about some legends. So it's funny as well. It's, it's always a good idea. Comedians. And that, has that launched now? Yes, the first, well, by the time this goes out. Yeah, there's a few of them up at the moment and there's one more going on each week. And also, oh. did you're going on tour? When are you going on tour again? I'm going on tour again next January because I've got about 18 months off. That last tour was massive, 120 dates. Yes. Wow. I'm working on pilots, I'm working on a sitcom, I'm working on a sketch, all the usual stuff boy. that's going on behind the scenes, how much of it will make it to the screen. And you have Watch your show, space. what's that show on uh, on all four, right? It was on Channel 4 where Yes, you... we did Rage, we did Rage, Rage Room, room. Um, hoping to bring that back, which is where people come on, they talk about the things they hate and then they get to smash up a bespoke Rage Room. Spencer was fantastic yeah. on him, though he went absolutely mental. What did he look like? Because he's a the psychopath. He's like punching he... the set and stuff. What did he not like? What was he? Well, he, no, uh, the, the, the celeb is supposed to help me guide the member of the public through their rage. But <laughs> yeah. To guide whose member? <laughs> Spencer caught the rage and started smashing the set up and everything like that. Yeah. Said the word gin and ran into the street. <laughs> um, dude, listen, you've got so much going on. Thank you for giving us time to Thank be on the you. podcast. Yes, Thank you. And also, buddy, what we do at the end of every single podcast is we ask our guests to leave our listeners with something inspirational. Yeah. I, this is one of my favourite... It's all language okay on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's honestly one of the best things my nan ever told me. My nan... I ended up living with my nan for three years when I fell out with my dad. And I never knew anyone that could pick me up like my nan. I just split up with a girl. I, I didn't think I was going to make it to uni. It was so hard. To, I was living in a... We were living in a housing association council flat. I lived in the box room and I was fucking on tears on, on the floor. Shut in the door and she said this. Laugh and the world laughs with you. Cry and you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Russell. That's amazing. Buddy, you're Russell. the best. Thank it's you, right. dude. It's a true story. To all the listeners, we love you. We'll see you next episode. Peace. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.